This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Motti. Great to be with you this week on all of our radio affiliates across the country. And thank you for listening to the podcast. And a happy Father's Day to all the dads out there celebrating this weekend. I want to talk about dads because it's an important, uh, not just important, it is the most vital, critical role that we, for all fathers, that we play the biggest job, the best job, and it is so crucial that we do that job, that we live up to what it means to be a dad. Our guest this week is Dallas Cowboys star defensive end Demarcus Lawrence. He did something really cool this week with some fathers um, and K Jewelers and St. Jude Hospital in combination. You'll hear about that coming up. So it was a really neat campaign. Demarcus is a believer in the Lord. I did, I entered the conversation. I didn't know which way it was going to go and it was really cool to see how he spoke about his faith in Christ. So you'll hear that conversation coming up. But this is my first Father's Day without my dad since losing my father last August. And it's been tough. Uh, I miss him every day. And I certainly wouldn't be the person that I am, the man that I am, the father that I am, without the role that my dad played in my life. He was the most sacrificial person I've ever met, always did everything for me and my brother and my mom, put us first always to, in in every step, every facet of his life, worked his butt off to provide for us, did everything possible to make sure he could set us up for a successful future, paid for our college. I, I tell this story uh, a lot sometimes, and I don't know if I've ever said it on the air, but I tell it to family and friends, but I started working at the AP in 2000. I was still pursuing my master's degree, and my dad insisted on paying for, I could afford to pay if I wanted to, but he insisted on paying for my master's degree. He's like, that's that's what I'm supposed to do, and he did it. He valued education. And he, he was just such a, a loving father, such an important person in my life. Now, with being a dad to two, two daughters, I've taken that and just really learned how to love unconditionally, but also to be the best example that I can be. So I, I wanted in this episode to talk about being living up to God's code of fatherhood manhood, what it takes, what it means to be the best father, the best husband that we can be. Because we live in an age right now where it's so difficult and we get caught up in so many different things and in so many different ideas of what society says is important. And before I go any further, I do want to thank Valley Forge Baptist Church, Lou Lepore, John Karras, and everyone there for a phenomenal event last week, a night with Brian Dawkins. And of course, B. Dawk, um, we had an awesome time, an incredible, incredible night. Brian shared his testimony, and I shared some of mine and presented the gospel at two different audiences, one for the church family, one for Eagles fans. And I was just overwhelmed by 28 people accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior at that event. So it was incredible. It was phenomenal. But B-Doc is an example of what a father 
should look like following God's code, following what God wants us to be, how we want to be as men. So I, I wanted to put this together. I've done it before. I've called it the Man Up episode, and it, it's kind of taking a little bit from there, but there are so many different... I, I have like a top 10 that I want to get into on this Father's Day weekend for dads out there to encourage them and for for all our female listeners, for our moms, for our daughters, for our wives, for everyone out there to share this, hopefully with that father in your life, that husband, that dad, whoever it is, to help them be encouraged, but also be challenged, right? We, we're always about encouraging here, but also challenging. We want to challenge to be the best version of ourselves. So I want to start with this. Real men honor their marriage, right? Fathers, husbands, we have to honor, honor that commitment that we made. I've made my mistakes in the past, but a long, long time ago before I met Remy and we were married. And in Mark 10, 9, it says, therefore, what God has joined together let no one separate. It is so vital, so important to honor our wives, to show them unconditional love, to love them in a way that is respectful and filled with honor and to set that example so our sons and our daughters, so if, if you have sons, they, they can be that man for their future wives. And if you have daughters, so they can never, ever, We never want our daughters to settle for anything less than the best. So I try and set that example for them. Number two, I want to talk about this is treating our wives as equals, not as being submissive, not as being less than, but as our equals. In 1 Peter 3, 7, husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should so your prayers will not be hindered. Now, we've come a long way in this country, in this world, as far as equality and all of those things. And it's great to see, I cover the NFL, and it's great to see how Women are becoming more and more involved in football, female coaches, and obviously we saw it on the broadcasting side many, many years ago, but now it's on the field, on the sidelines as coaches. But beyond that, what it's showing, what it's teaching is women can do incredible things when given that opportunity. And as husbands, as fathers, we need to set that example for our daughters, for our sons, And by treating our wives, giving them honor, as Peter writes here, treating our wives with understanding as we live together, knowing that we are equal partners. Number three, I want to talk about this. Teach our children God's ways in both word and in action. In Ephesians 6.4, it says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. This is not easy. This is very difficult. I struggle with this all the time. 
I get mad, I get angry, I get upset, I have different mood swings, things are happening, and it's so important not to channel that onto our kids, but also Remy sent me this video the other day, and it was talking about not scaring our children, and not intimidating them, not letting them live in fear, but wanting them to do or make the right decision based not out of fear of us, but because they understand why we're asking them to do what we are instructing them at that time. So this one is, it's hard. Fathers, dads, we all know this. It's hard, but do not provoke your children to anger because what they see is what they're going to imitate in the future. Number four, lift up other men. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen is iron sharpens iron, so one person should sharpen another. We have to be that person for our friends. Be that guy for your friends that if something we see is not, if a guy, a friend, a brother in Christ is not living the way the Lord is respecting the Lord, then we have to let them know. But we don't have to let them know in, in an angry, confrontational, condescending, demeaning kind of way. Pull them aside and have that Sometimes it requires difficult conversations. And how does iron sharpen iron? It's it's friction, right? And and it take it takes those difficult conversations, but don't be shy, don't back away, don't be confrontational, but also don't be afraid to let these other men in our lives who maybe they're struggling in an area be vulnerable, be accountable, but also discuss, talk to them, let them know. Number five, don't use our words to demean others. Ephesians 4.29, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Man, this isn't easy. I know it's not easy. We, we Let everything you say be good and helpful. Oh, I got to think about that. The next time I see a, stop myself right there, a person a ill-advised human being on the road. Here in Florida, roads are terrible. Got these people weaving in and out of traffic going 90, 95 miles an hour about to cause accidents. Yeah, I want to honk my horn. Yeah, I want to curse them out. Yeah, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a flip the bird kind of person. But got to be careful. <laughs> Don't use foul or abusive language. When we get upset, when we get angry, it's a tough one. It's not an easy one. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Number six, don't get carried away with anger. James 1st, 19 and 20, you must be all quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. It it, kind of combines with number five, kind of combines a little bit with number three. Don't get carried away with anger. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. That's it's it's not the easiest thing to do. Number 7, lead by loving. When we we lead best when we love most. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. Imitate God therefore in everything you do because you are his dear children. We lead best when we love most. We're great leaders that way for our kids, for our wives, for our families. By showing love, we can show leadership. I got three more. Number eight, 
sacrifice for God, for family, and others. John 15, 13, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. We don't have to go in the military and lay down our lives. We have amazing people who have dedicated their lives to doing that and so many before them. And some of us may be called to doing that now and in the future, but we can sacrifice in so many ways, sacrifice our time, sacrifice by listening, by being there, by being present in our children's lives, by being present in the conversation with our wives, always, all the time. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. There's no greater love than to be in the conversation, than to be there for our families, than to be there for them, to help them every step of the way. Number nine, serve others. Service. Mark 10, 45. For even the Son of Man came to be served. I'll say it again. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. I love this one. Serve. Show our kids what it means to be a servant, to help others, to give, to be around, to provide. And lastly, number 10, show emotion. It's okay to show our emotions. John eleven thirty five 35 says, then Jesus wept. If Jesus could cry, and this is a whole other conversation that we can get into, and Brian Dawkins talks about this with mental wellness, and, and as he calls it, cerebral wellness, and, and how it, important it is to not hold those emotions inside, to let them out, to discuss, to talk, to show people, to have conversations with those who can help us, but don't don't allow things to bottle up inside because that's when resentment builds. That's when you get angry, you get depressed, you get anxious. You have all these inner feelings. They have to come out at some point. So hopefully this challenge challenges you in some ways. This encourages you in some ways. I hope you all have a happy Father's Day, but let's be the best. Let's work to be the best that we can possibly be as dads, as husbands, as fathers, as everything that we are in this world. Up next, you're going to hear from Cowboys star, defensive end, Demarcus Lawrence. You're listening to Faith on a Field Show. With 33 convenient locations, Heritage's Dairy Stores desires to be your deli of choice. Heritage's full-service delis offer great-tasting products for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Harry Egg Breakfast Sandwich, made with two farm-fresh eggs, cheese, choice meat on a fresh Kaiser roll, makes morning simple. Heritage's famous subs are built on freshly baked Lysio rolls and feature Dietz & Watson premium meats and cheeses, freshly sliced anytime. Making lunches at home? Try one of our lunchbox specials, which are sure to please. Heritage's Dairy Stores, our family, your hometown deli. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. This is Derek Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Motti. 
If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonafieldshow.com, find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the entirety of the interviews in case we sometimes cut them short on radio. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on a Field and tell a friend or two about the show. If you'd like to be a sponsor for Faith on a Field and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at faithonafieldshow.com. We have various packages we can cater specifically to fit your needs. Our goal, I've been saying this since the start, it's to be on a sports radio station in every state. If you don't have a business to advertise on, but you may want to help us achieve that goal, help us reach that level of where we are in every state on a sports radio station, well, you can donate. There's a donate button on our page at Faith on the Field Show. Demarcus Lawrence is a three-time Pro Bowl defensive end going into his 10th season with the Dallas Cowboys. He had six sacks last year. He is one of the best run-stuffing DNs in the league. Demarcus was involved in something really cool, really special this week, a campaign in celebration of Father's Day and some of the strongest dads in the world. Kay Jewelers partnered with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital to gift the fathers of St. Jude patients with a personalized dog tag with the inscription Hope on the front. And on the back, there's the coordinates of the St. Jude Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. Demarcus Lawrence joined Kay to gift the fathers and to thank them for their unwavering dedication and their support for their families. So Kay's had this longstanding tradition of supporting the St. Jude mission. They've raised nearly $97 million in 24 years. It was great chatting with Demarcus about this. Here is that conversation. Demarcus, appreciate your time. I want to start with this because right after the NFL draft, I had to make my predictions for next year's draft. So then I had to figure out which teams are going to finish where. Long story short, I have the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. So what does your team have to do to get to that Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, I believe, you know, the main objective for us is to, you know, win out our division. Um, You know, we got a pretty stacked division uh, with the Eagles, Giants, and Redskins. Well, the... Commanders. The Washington football team. Well, that name's t- taken too. So it's back to the Washington football team. So with those three teams in our division, uh, you know, we're pretty stacked. And I feel like, you know, we take care of, you know, business at home. And also, you know, with these uh, divisional games, um, that'll set us at a good pace uh, for the Super Bowl. And the NFC East a couple years ago was one of the worst divisions in football. Last year, it was the best division in football, as you mentioned, the Eagles, the Giants. Washington, uh, you guys, three making the, the, the playoffs. How far do you think that gap is between Philly and where you guys are and where you finished last year? Because we know how important it is to get home field advantage. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't feel like it's a huge gap at all. Um, I feel like it comes down to, uh, you know, certain details of not just the scheme, but also, of you know, of your locker room. Um you know, I feel like, you know, through this time right now, uh, when we headed the training camp that, you know, uh, we made those adjustments. We learned those different things that we need to learn about our teammates so we can, you know, uh, fully function uh, the way we, we should out there on the field. How much did Dan Quinn, when he came in there in Dallas as a defensive coordinator, really help take you guys to the neck to another level on defense? Yeah, uh, Dan Quinn been there for the last three years now. Um, but you know, just the culture that he brings, uh, with them, um, 
just his personality on coaching. Um, he he's always there to you know help and teach and you know uh, each player uh, individually on, on their craft. Like you know um, you know say for instance uh, a person like me, uh, I already have my go to moves as a DN, but you know other people like uh, Sam Williams, uh, he's going into his second year. Uh, so he's still, you know, working on those mechanics of finding out what his go-to moves is and being able to have an experienced coach like uh, DQ um, is right what you need, especially as a young player. Of course, it also helps to have guys like yourself and, and, and Micah Parsons. What, what is it like playing with him as he's come in the past two years and done just extraordinary things in his first two seasons in the NFL? Yeah, um, you know, I mean, we have our days, you know, uh, but it's, it's really more about uh, the competition um, and, you know, him being able to bring the greatness out of me each and every day. Um, you know, he's definitely, you know, a gift from God, um, you know, with with the special talent that he has. Um, but, you know, also, you know, him being a, being a part of our culture and having the experience of working under uh, Dan Quinn, um, I feel like, you know, that has to elevate this game also. A lot of guys talk about you being uh, such a, a role model and a mentor for the younger players. When did that become so important to you? And how, how much do you think they benefit from you taking on that role? Yeah. Um, so uh, one of my mentors uh, was one of my old D coordinators. His name was Rod Marinelli. And, uh, you know, once I got paid, he was like, with great riches comes uh, great responsibility. And, you know, he sat me down and, uh, you know, he used to always do these man building classes with us. And, um, you know, that went a long way with me uh, because, you know, it was more so like, you know, I don't been playing football all my life. Like I know how to be a football player, but, you know, I ain't been a man all my life. And now I have these responsibilities of raising a family of my own. You know, how does, you know, my role change? And uh, being able to have guidance from a man like that definitely helped me out a long way. So, uh to answer your question, uh, <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, it was just, um, you know, what God already had destined for me. Um, you know, I feel like he made me a leader as a young child, but uh, being able to, you know, have these type of mentors in my life to help me adapt to the type of skills that I need to be this type of leader, um, I feel like it worked out well. Tell me, man, about this partnership with Kay and what you were able to do with them and for for the dads of patients at St. Jude and, and what that meant to you to be involved in that capacity. Yeah. Um, so I'm just learning out that, you know, Kay, uh, you know, was a part of St. Jude uh, and just understanding the type of philanthropy work that they do in the community and also um, helping St. Jude with, you know, uh, the young patients and, you know, helping them get recovered as fast as possible, um, you know, that's, you know, something that I truly believe in. So uh, being able to, you know, come out and partner with them, see the facilities, uh, hang out with some of the families, uh, play games with the kids, um, you know, it's lovely. And um, just, you know, something that, you know, I, I see myself doing more often, but also, you know, bringing my kids to be able to experience well, as we go into Father's Day weekend, well, tell me about that importance of being a father. And, and how many kids do you have? Yeah, um, so, you know, I'm almost uh, with my, my starting five, but uh, I got four <laughs> kids right now. So, uh, you know, we're going to work on the other one later. 
<laughs> what does it mean to you, man? Like being a father, the importance of, of like taking an active role in, in, in those young children's lives. Yeah, it means a lot. Um, you know, it's definitely a huge responsibility. Um, I accept it with open arms, but also, you know, just being able to have my father in my life and, you know, uh, you know, the type of leadership that he showed in our household and uh, the respect for my mother that he showed, um, you know, I feel like, you know, I'd be doing damage to the family name if I didn't live up to, you know, uh, the type of man that my father father was to me. So I um, just want to give my kids, uh, you know, same childhood that I had, you know, but also, um, you know, even better. So, uh, you know, I say, like, hands down in life, like, this is probably, you know, one of the best experiences that a man can ever feel. Absolutely, man. I, I totally agree with you. I got twin daughters and I just call them a double blessing. It's it's incredible. I saw that what Kay is doing for the fathers of St. Jude patients is giving them a personalized dog tag with the inscription hope on the front and the coordinates of the St. Jude hospital in Memphis, Tennessee on the back. I love the word hope. I, I love the idea of giving people hope, whether they're going through some tough times and adversity or no matter what, we always need hope. I know where I find my hope. Uh, I'm a man of faith. I find it in the Lord. Where Where do you find hope? Oh, yeah. I'm the same way as you, brother. You know, um, you know, I believe in my father 100%. Um, you know, I know all things, you know, all, all good things come from him. So, uh, you know, being able to, you know, like I said earlier, have, have the guidance of my father, but also, you know, a strong man that believes in Jesus Christ uh, to guide me. Um, I feel like it made my walk, you know, easier. So that's awesome, man. Well, hey, great job. Great work with with Kay and St. Jude. Really appreciate your time. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. That's it for this week. Thank you to Demarcus Lawrence and thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott and everyone on our team. And thank you for listening to Faith on a Field Show. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. Since 1930, the Heritage family has proudly served the communities of South Jersey. From humble roots, Heritage's dairy stores now operates 33 convenient locations. Their desire is to become your convenience store of choice, not just because of their welcoming atmosphere, but because of their fresh, quality products. Heritage's milk is still the sweetest, coffee's hot and fresh, and Heritage's full-service delis offer the best local ingredients prepared and sliced on-site, far exceeding the competition. Heritage's Dairy Stores. It's not just our name, it's our heritage.